ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as promised, I didn't come alone for the Sunday Rise, sponsored by the Sideline Junkies. We got the boss, BJ. That's me. What's up, y'all? We got the man that's twice as nice, cool as ice, and ain't never had a bad day in his damn life, Junie. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Good to have everybody here. Uh, Delonte should be joining us shortly, so let's get the road on the show. First and foremost, we got a couple topics that we want to cover. The first topic, I got to defer to Junie and BJ. Deshaun Watson has now 20 sexual assault allegations against him, but not one of them have been turned over to legal. Um, I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks while you guys have been on special assignment. I wanted to defer to you, gentlemen. Uh, I'll throw it to you first, Junie, and then BJ. On how do you feel about these allegations that are coming out these last couple of weeks against Deshaun Watson? First of all, I want to say I'm sure everybody know what the big KG meant when he said, I want to get the road on the show. Everybody, he meant that he want to get the show on the road. Let's get that right. Um, <laughs> I, I I think it's a setup, man, for real. Uh, all the all, all of the allegations start coming out once he starts talking about being traded. None of this was going on, if I'm not mistaken, until he says about being traded. And uh, man, it, it to me really, man, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, I, I I hope it's not true. Uh, at first it started off like five, then seven, then twelve. Like you said, there's twenty. So. At first, I thought it was a setup, okay? Now it's getting worse, man. I'm just going to say, man, I hope it's not true. And uh, I want to see my man playing more ball. And I want to see him start the season off. So I do hope it's not true. Um, Before I, I, I voice my opinion, I want to make it perfectly clear that um, I don't, you know, condone this type of action at all. You know, no woman should have to go through that. No man should have to go through anything like this. And I'm going to piggyback off of Junie would say it's, it's pretty damn suspicious that I don't I don't know Deshaun Watson's history offhand, but I'm pretty sure he's been clean. He hasn't really gotten too much trouble of anything. So all of a sudden he asked for a trade. Now all of these sexual allegations come out. Um, and you, you know, you hear rumors here and there, you know, um, that it is being done so he can get released or the, you know, the Texans might be doing it to smear his image. You know, you're hearing things like that, which we can't verify to be true or not. I'm just saying what the rumors are. Um, and then I think, you know, I, I, I get upset because this country has become guilty into proven innocent. You have people now talking about how the NFL should be treating women better, how this is a, a time for the NFL to show how, you know, they can make the, you know, uh, relationship with women better and get the culture out of, you know, men, the men that play in the NFL to, you know, treat women like objects. But the man hasn't been even proven guilty. Like like KG said, no, no evidence has been brought up in this, these 20 women. So I don't know how you can sit there and say without this man being proven guilty without some type of evidence that the NFL needs to treat women better. The NFL has went head over heels. Women referees, coaches, 
there's been a whole lot of milestones this year for for somebody to say that. And it's a couple of talk show hosts I'm talking about. I'm not going to name them specifically. To to even say that, I think that's ignorant. And to say that is dangerous because you're implying that he's guilty. You know that that I think that's a really dangerous precedent to set. Um, you know, my, me personally, I think it's just a smear campaign. I really do. I, you know, it's just funny how this stuff comes out when when things like you know you're trying to leave the team and to to the Texans, you know, to play devil's advocate. Deshaun Watson just resigned a contract either last year or the year before, so this is partly his fault. They just resigned, so you know you. You can't resign and then all of a sudden I don't want, I'm gonna take my ball and go home. But at the same time, you have a right as a player that if the team is going in a whole different direction, you lost all your superstars, uh, Hopkins, JJ Watt. Basically, the team is tanking. You know, you lost your coach. You got a right to say, "Hey, this ain't what I signed up for." So, um, I. I'm going innocent and proven guilty. Somebody got to prove something to me because we've seen time and time over and over again where um, there are people willing to ruin people's careers just for a dollar. So, You know what, B? I got to say that uh, Deshaun Watson did sign that contract, but he had that under the – he signed that contract under the guise that – DeAndre Hopkins was going to be there. J.J. Watt was going to be there. He assigned that under the guise that the team was going to get better. They were going to get him a running game. Uh, he had, uh, what's the dude, um, QT. Uh, I think that's the uh, receiver that emerged a couple years ago. So he, he thought that that was going to be it. But O'Brien decided to trade D-Hop because of a personal feeling towards him, which was wrong. And... Uh, it, it, it was just it. Ben O'Brien messed that team up pretty bad. That's what I would say. But uh, I agree with you both. You know, this is not something that smells good because it, it seems like it's more along the lines of let me smear him. He can't go anywhere else. He probably won't play in the league anymore. I can get my money back. But now you had somebody like Chad Wheeler out in Seattle. And I said the other night I never wanted to speak his name because I believe he's a coward. Um, he put his hands on a woman to the point where he choked her unconscious and then went and sat back down and had his dinner. And then when she jumped up and ran to the bathroom, he said, oh, you're still alive. But nobody crucified him. He fought police, had to be restrained while being arrested. Nobody said anything. It wasn't even, it was barely on the crawl on ESPN, on uh, FS1. It was barely, you know, a story. There was no, it was no outrage of how the league needs to treat women better. Um, none of that. Exactly. And now you're telling me you're outraged because of allegations, yep. not facts, allegations that uh, Deshaun Watson pulled the same move. 20 times um i'm not buying that and then you know on top of that let's talk about a former local player and darius geis has been accused of sexual harassment of a 74 year old woman
But nobody's talking about that. That's been swept under the rug. The allegations that he has against him at LSU have been swept under the rug. But you everybody know, wants to say because Deshaun Watson's known, that's why it's out there. And that and that's and that's the sad truth because Darius Geis is nobody no more. He's not gonna ever play in the league again, more than likely. So for the media, it's not important. Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback. He's the face of a franchise right now, so it's hot topic. No, if, if ESPN would, would, is not going to leave any program talking about Darius Geis, they don't care. He doesn't put butts in the seats. It's, it's about, at the end of the day, it's about how many views can we get, how much attention can we get. Is the player popular? You know, Chad, whatever his name is, that punk that, that hit the girl, um, he's not a name, you know, and he's a different skin color. So all that stuff makes a difference, you know. It just is what it is, but the the whole Deshaun Watson situation is just it's 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 sickening because like I said, you know this country has went to especially athletes and rappers they're in, they're guilty until you prove them innocent and even when you prove them innocent they still have a smear on their name even if you completely clear them they still have a smear on their name so absolutely true um, switching gears right now going over to the NBA. Now, we had Blake Griffin, what was that, last week, week before last, signed with the Nets. Now, LaMarcus Aldridge, who I thought that he would go to uh, the Lakers, signed with the Nets. And now the Nets are building a super team up in Brooklyn. And I know, BJ, I know you got a lot to say about that. I'm going to throw it to you first. But let me say this before I throw it to you. Let me pull up the quote. It was a few years ago that Kevin Durant made a comment, and I, I, I posted it on our uh, Instagram page. Kevin Durant said, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and going at these peoples. He said that on July 16th, 2010, at 4.09 on Twitter. Here we are, nearly 11 years later, and everybody wants to play for the Nets. KD. Do you still got that same energy? Now, that's coming from a seat pleasant guy. Now I'm gonna throw this over to the other seat pleasant guy in BJ. Go take it away, brother. Well, I, I, I'm not even gonna put any merit to that tweet because obviously, especially what we've seen over with Kevin Durant the last couple of years, how sensitive he is. It's just he's wishy washy. So. He said what he said. It's it sound people say good say things and make make themselves sound good and look good. That's what he did, and now he's you know wish wash and did the complete opposite, joining the Warriors, and now with the Nets. Now before um before they signed Blake Griffin, before they signed Lamarcus Aldridge, they were already a super team with Harden, KD, Kyrie. That was already a super team. Blake Griffin doesn't move the needle on a team. You add Blake Griffin to... I'm trying to think. If you add Blake Griffin to Portland, Portland would still be probably out the second round. Blake Griffin is not a needle move. Neither is LaMarcus Aldridge. They're good, solid pieces for what, what it is now. Um, <clears throat> they can help the Nets solidify their bench. You know, if one of them start, if Blake Griffin start, fine. Um, I, you, you always get, 
when you get to a point where you think you've seen it all and you can't be top, something tops. And this net team topped it for me. I thought the Warriors, the KD Warriors, was one of the weakest moves I've ever seen in NBA history. Um, and then you get the Nets. You get Harden on the Nets. You got KD Harden on the Nets. Kyrie. Then you go get Blake Griffin, somebody that absolutely quit on the Pistons. Um, I saw the game the other night with the Pistons. They were treating him like shit, elbowing him and stuff. I love this. I love to see that. Um, it's just this, you know, Kelly Oubre of all people. I can't believe I'm quoting Kelly Oubre, but he was saying that today's NBA is soft, and I don't know another word below soft, but it's below that because there's no way in hell after watching Blake Griffin quit on the Pistons that I would want him on my team. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge, he's been a solid player, you know, a default starter. You know, he's, he, I don't think. Maybe, you know, the peak of his career, he might have peaked in the top 10 of power forwards, but he was 9 or 10. You know, we're not talking about, you know, somebody that's going to change your franchise. Like, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, even in the peak of their career, I'm not starting my franchise with these guys. I I said it before, you know, to you, KG, when we talked, the reason why the Clippers never won with Lob City is because Blake Griffin is not a number one or number two guy. He's a complimentary piece to a team like the Nets. You're not going to start your franchise with him, even when he was jumping through the air in, in L.A. LaMarcus Aldridge, I'm not starting my franchise with LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, these are, these are what these players are, even in the peak of their career, and they're not there now. With that being said, the Nets, um, once they made those trades, I thought they really hurt their bench, their chemistry, um, you know, losing Karis, LeVert, Allen, those guys. But here you go get Blake Griffin. That now we see is nothing wrong with his knees, legs, or anything. You go get Lamarcus Allridge. He give you a good, you know, a good night. He give you twenty and ten. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got that coming off the bench because both of them are not starting. You got this coming. One of them coming off the bench. So who's going to beat the Nets in the East? Um, you know, Milwaukee, Giannis, I mean, that's a, it's a one man show. Um, I thought Boston would be it, but Boston's struggling at, you know, where they are. Um, I don't see anybody beating the Nets coming out the East. I really don't. Um, so, you know, you got a three team, four team race for the NBA finals, which is the Nets, the Lakers, the Jazz. Um, that's it, because I don't I don't consider the Clippers a contender, not until they 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 leave, lose Paul George, they're not going to win a championship with that team. I just can't see it, unless LeBron retire or something like that. But I just can't see them. I think the Jazz has gotten better. I think Portland's gotten better. I just can't see that team beating one of those teams in a seven game series. So, the NBA has to do something about this because it's like. You already know it's only these te- your team like the Wizards have no chance of winning a championship. The the Heat has n- have no chance of winning a championship. The 76ers, it's very slim chance. Boston, very slim chance. You got two of the greatest scores, not in only in today's NBA, but in the history of the NBA on one team. You got three players on a team. 
that can drop 40 just 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 stepping on the court. It's no, it's no effort. Harden can drop 40 just blinking. We know what KD can do. Kyrie, handle, scorn. It's ridiculous. It's it's I don't it's it's a joke. If they win the championship, it's gonna be a joke. It's an absolute asterisk. I don't I don't see how you could even be happy with this. But this is today's NBA. So Joni? Um I, I gotta disagree with BJ on the uh I think the Philadelphia 76ers can make a run. I think they have an all-around squad. Um, they got a nice center. Um, I think the Philadelphia 76ers can make a run. Um, I, I totally don't agree with the uh with the powerhouse team. I'm glad it's not Washington doing it this time. You know, Washington always go get a player that's washed. I can't say they washed up. Washington is known for getting players that their name was big names 10 years ago. All right. Um, how many rings does uh, Blake Griffin have? How many rings does uh, James Harden have? So uh, I know that don't make a player. They got an awesome squad, but they can be beat just like anybody else. Um, and I think uh, Boston got a nice team. Um, so the Nets gonna have to earn it with these new players they're adding. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to uh, earn it, and it's not gonna be given to them. Um, I, I I got a question for y'all too. Um, years ago, they rejected. Paul to go to the Lakers. Do y'all remember that? Oh, Chris yeah, Paul. I'm sorry. Yes, Chris sir. Paul. Yes, sir. Now, they didn't, it's like they didn't want the Lakers to have a powerhouse team. So, what's the difference of this day and time that uh, they can get powerhouse teams and they rejected Chris Paul back then? What's the difference? Is it uh, the president? That's a good question, B. That is a hell of a question. I, I don't know because I would have rejected the James Harden trade. I'm like, you, you can go anywhere else but the Nets and the Lakers. You know? Um, I don't know. That's a good question, man. I, I, I don't know because, like I said, it's like if you're a sports person like we are, you, you want to sit down and watch some NBA basketball, but it's kind of already a shoe in who, like, I understand what you're saying about Philly B. But at the same time, who's going to keep up with scoring with the Nets? Like, they don't even have to play defense. Like, Philly, Philly is more of a half-court team. Like, we've seen what KD can do when he was with the Warriors in the finals. Nobody could stop him. Who's going to check him on Philly? That's a good point. But is Kevin Durant even healthy yet? I think they're holding him out for the playoffs. They They – I don't think they really care where they land as long as they get in the playoffs. They don't, they don't really care if they're a number one seed. They're letting them rest and do their thing. And, and, that's, and that's another thing that's, that's making these players soft as hell. They get to do what they want. You know, you look at John Stockton. I just looked at a, a, a meme somebody made of him. He missed 22 games in, I think, 19 seasons. 22 games in 19 seasons. You got your superstar players taking games off. 
you know, and it, it's 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 just it's just another you know. It, uh, when you watch the old NBA, it's hard to enjoy this NBA. You know, you sit yeah. down and watch, and it's just like, man, these 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 dudes are soft. These they they're really it's a different game. You know, that's that's really all you can say. It's a it's a whole different game, different scoring pace. The scoring pace has went up, and that's what that's what sells tickets. That's what the league wants. They are a fast paced, exciting game. Um, and something you said about the Wizards be getting. You know, players that, you know, were something 10 years ago. I mean, you could kind of say that about Russell Westbrook, you know, MVP. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still high flying and everything, but I don't think he's in his prime anymore. He's he's still dangerous as hell. But, I mean, like this team put together is just a, a six seed, you know, a fifth or six seed at best. You know, I like the, the pickup they made from uh, the Bulls, the, the power forward they got, uh, KGI. Forgot his name. I like how he moves, but you know that was a really good move. Instantly, I, I you talking like, about Gafford? Yes, yes. They sent Troy Brown Jr. out. Thank God, um, Gafford. I like the way Gafford moves, and he's big. He's a big man. It's something they needed. So you know, we'll see how they 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 can make a run and try to get into the playoffs. But the Nets. This is going to be probably. And here's the thing: we're saying they they probably win. And I talked to our other sideline junkie, Mr. Gary, and I told him, he, you know, he hates LeBron. Um, I told him that the Nets better beat the Lakers. That's probably where it's going to be at, the Nets and the Lakers. They're doing this to gear for LeBron. They better beat him. If they don't beat LeBron, this will probably be one of the greatest championships ever won by a team. If he beats that Nets team, because you got to think about it. They got KD unstoppable. Harden's not unstoppable. To a point, he is. I don't think Kyrie's unstoppable. But Anthony Davis is unstoppable. They have nobody to check Anthony Davis on the Nets. Blake Griffin's not checking Anthony Davis. And damn sure LaMarcus Aldridge's not checking Anthony Davis. And then on the other side, who's going to check LeBron? You got that boy six eight two two. How how big is LeBron? Two sixty. Who who's gonna check him? You know what I'm saying. So you know you still got matchup issues on both sides, but it's looking like it's gonna be Lakers and Nets. And I, I'm not discrediting the Utah Jazz because they're number one. They play on lights out ball, but I don't think they're ready to make that step yet. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I don't. They earned some stripes last year in the playoffs. I don't think they're ready for it just yet. I think the you know that that experience that the Lakers hold um, is is what needs to be seen coming out the West. So we will see. Right, I agree. Now I'm gonna say this to you, gentlemen. Um, this is what the Brooklyn Nets look like as of right now. Oh man, I lost it. The current roster you have. Bruce Bowen, Nicholas Claxton, Kevin Durant, The Hoya, Jeff Green, Blake Griffin, James Harden, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, Alize Johnson, Tyler Johnson, DeAndre Jordan, and Landry Shamet. I forgot about DeAndre Jordan. He's not checking Anthony Davis either. Next <laughs> Hey, you you I didn't hear you name somebody, and the person I didn't hear you name, I think, Ky- wants to Kyrie? be traded. 
Who's that? Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, he's hurt. He tore his ACL in the um in the preseason. Cause I read that uh, he was he's what they were talking about. See, they gotta realize too, this is gonna hurt some of the players. See, their bench or, or the players that's not big names. When all these big names come to your team, it makes you feel some type of weight because they're not talking about you anymore. They're talking about those big names. Mm-hmm. So I just read that that's one player that may not come back from his injury. He was going to ask to be traded because mm-hmm. he's not a big name. They don't look they don't, you don't hear his name anymore. That's true. But, you know, he's he tore his ACL, so we don't know how long he's going to be. He'll probably be out for the rest of the season. Right, okay. But on top of that, you also have to look at it like they don't have a big three, supposedly, quote unquote, big three in Brooklyn. They have a big five is what everybody's saying. Right. And I forgot to name LaMarcus Aldridge because they're saying Aldridge at the, at the five, Blake Griffin. I'm sorry, Blake Griffin at the three. How, how did they say? Hold on, hold on. Wait, let me get this right. Let me get this right. Harden at the one. Durant would be at two. two. Huh? Durant. It would be Kyrie at the one, Harden at the two, Kevin Durant at the three, Blake at the four, and Allridge at the five. That's how right. It and then they—that's I couldn't get it right. But I mean, then they talk all about having, exactly. They have I a mean, big five, I mean, and they talking about having uh, Blake Griffin come off the bench or DeAndre Jordan. You talking about having all these pieces come off the bench? Now they got a, they got themselves a quote unquote bench mob, but it don't mean a thing. If you ain't got that ring, <laughs> I mean, seventy-three me and nine. Seventy-three and nine didn't mean nothing because it didn't have a ring to it. Seventy-two and ten sounds better to me, and I'll always say that. So let me say something. I don't care what lineup you put Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge in. They will now never call that lineup a big anything because one. You have a quitter and Blake Griffin. He's a quitter. You can tag him. You're a quitter. I would have elbowed you my damn self if I was on the Pistons. I'd have knocked your fucking teeth out. That's how we played ball back in the day. You want to quit and then go run to another team? I hope your nuts are still intact by this game. <laughs> um, LaMarcus Allridge, like I said, he's, I have nothing against him, but he's a decent player. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's even a top 10 power forward right now. You know, he's not a top 10 power forward right now. So to to somebody to call us a big five is insulting to people that have basketball IQ. Absolutely insulting. Um, you want to call Harden, Kyrie, and Katie a big, uh, a big three or whatever you want to call them. You want to make a new name for them, fire away. But don't include Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge in there. They're pieces, um, very small pieces to a puzzle. Because you're going to see when they're going against Joel Embiid, when they're going against Jason Tatum, when they're going against Giannis, they're going to be bent over grabbing their ankles. So, like I said, man, it, 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 we, don't, we don't hold no punches back on sideline junkies. That ain't what we do. None so, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah, it, Big five, my ass. They got a big three. They got an awesome three, spectacular <laughs> three, whatever you want to call them. Do not include them other two guys in there. <clears throat> now, I will say this about LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, he was originally drafted by the Bulls. 
for some odd reason, they thought it was a good idea to trade him to Portland for Tyrus Thomas. And I believe that if we had LaMarcus Aldridge doing those uh, Derrick Rose years, yeah, Derrick Rose healthy years when he was MVP and, you know, we were number one in the East and he would have had him instead of Tyrus Thomas. You've been a, he would have been an, a really, really good compliment to Derrick Rose in that team. Exactly. Cause he could have gave you, he would have gave you, now don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting Noah, but LaMarcus Aldridge offensively is way more, more uh, polished than what Noah was. If you would have right. had that Noah, you know Rose and uh, those guys, that, man, Carlos that would have been yeah, that would have been nice. Because, but the, out of everything that we've had over the years as Bulls, we always were missing a two guard. And I wish we would have had Lamarcus Aldridge because we wouldn't have needed that two guard. Lou Dane could have moved to the two for all I care. Yeah, and you know we could have went from there, but. We running short on time, fellas. Um, Zach Wilson. Oh, before I go to Zach Wilson, Andre Drummond is going to sign with the Lakers. Okay. Uh, I think we 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 all pretty much predicted that he's going to sign with the Lakers, and I think it kind of evens things out because if he would have ran to the Nets, I'd have said you know it's a conspiracy. But he's going yeah. back to L.A. Um, and, and it helps L.A. out because they already got Marcus All. You know, and Marcus All ain't what he was years ago at Memphis. But he's a good piece to come off the bench. He, you know, he's a vet. So you add Andre Drummond, you know, uh, inside presence, and that I, I think that really helps balance the Lakers out. You know, so we'll, we will see. And he got something to prove. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Aldridge was thirty-five years old. Yeah, who? Thirty-five years old. Drummond is twenty-seven. So I, I didn't realize that either. I, I see why Aldridge went to New Jersey because he think he's going to get a ring, and I guarantee exactly you. right, exactly. I get it. Um, last but not least, before we get out of here, I'm not sure if you gentlemen watch Zach Wilson's pro day. Now, Zach Wilson is currently the starting quarterback for the BYU Cougars. He was probably fifth, maybe low 10, you know, 11, 12 quarterback in the draft. He wasn't supposed to be a first round pick. But after this pro day, he's had played um, teams trade pieces around they're trading draft picks back and forth people trying to trade up into the first round to, to, to lock this dude up he went from being a possible fifth sixth seventh maybe even eighth quarterback taken off the board to probably the second quarterback taken off the board behind uh trevor lawrence now let me give you a little background right quick only three years at byu 18 19 and 20 he started 28 out of 30 games 566 completions, 837 attempts, 67.6%, 7,652 yards passing, 56 touchdowns to go along with 15 interceptions. And that's on a career. Uh, Passer rating 162.9, you know, it's college. Doesn't run very much, 212 attempts, 642 yards, uh, 15 touchdowns. He had 10 touchdowns alone last year. Gentlemen, what did y'all think about this cat's pro day? And did he really help his draft stop? I'll hang up and listen. You want to go first, Junie? You can go ahead. Okay. Um <clears throat> Yeah, he 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 his <laughs> his draft got stock skyrocketed. If you watch some of those throws he made during his pro day, some of those off balance throws. 
it was a throw where he was going, I believe he was going to his left. And the receiver was coming down the field towards the left hash mark and had to kind of throw it, not across his body, but away from the way he was going. And he hit him in stride. And it, it was several throws like that. It wasn't just that throw. Because I was like, all right, let me, let's see what else he do. And it, it's throw after throw, strike, strike, strike. And when I'm looking at him, you know, I don't want to, <clears throat> I don't want to go over the board, over top here, but I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, like the arm strength is ridiculous. The, 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 some of the throws he made to make them, make them more difficult was awesome. And I would trade up for him too. I just hope the Dolphins don't get him because they ain't in my division. But yeah, if, if I'm an NFL team, Seeking a quarterback, which, you know, 20, 26, 25 teams are always looking for a quarterback. I say that all the time. It's only five, well, actually four, because one of them retired this year. It's only really four quarterbacks in this league that can win you a Super Bowl. If you got any other quarterback, then you need more of a complete team, more defense, blah, 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 blah. If I see that pro day Zach Wilson put out, I'm trading up. I'm trading up. I'm, I'm trying to, if I can get that kid, you know, that, that pro day was super impressive. Very, very impressive. I like what I saw. I like the arm strength, the zip, the ball head, the hang time, the accuracy of the passes. He was putting them on the money. Like I said, that is it, just, yeah, I, 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 could, I would definitely do that. Definitely do that. Hell of a pro day. Joni? Hey, I just want to say this, man. I, I do think he's a step ahead of Trevor Lawrence. He actually could go before Trevor Lawrence in the draft. I mean, he looked damn good. He looked really good. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that, man. I really think we really don't know who's going to be picked. All that mock draft and all that stuff, they don't know. I'm just going to say he got a chance to be picked before Trevor because they giving Trevor Lawrence all these accolades. But I'm just going to say he can go before Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence from that pro day looked really good. The only reason why I was I would still put Trevor in front of him because of the the competition Trevor faced. That's the only reason why I would because you know they, Clemson plays bigger dogs than what BYU would play. Right. That's right, the only right. reason why I would keep Trevor. But I'm with you, B. That well, what that that pro day that 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 shit was awesome. That arm is awesome. I was impressed. Man, that arm is like, like you, like if you're walking past the screen, leaving out, and you got ESPN in the morning, you see like two of those throws getting dressed. You call and work, you're like, look, I'm gonna be like 20 minutes late. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta watch the rest of this pro day. <laughs> I mean, it was it was really good. So, man, shout out to Zach Wilson, BYU, uh, the receivers that caught the ball for him. Like that, it was like you couldn't set up a pro day better than that if you were trying to. Get somebody's stock to shoot up, and, and his stock shot up. Yeah. In this time that we're in right now, uh, we can't get the, the 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 look at these college players like we used to, because you don't have. There is no Senior Bowl, or you know East West uh, Shrine Game, North versus South. You don't have those games because you had the. The, the 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 regular season, which was a full regular season, 12, 13 games. You had the conference tournaments. Then you had 
the 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 bowl games. Then you had the the the, the uh, combine. You had all these things. Everybody's doing pro days now, and for this dude to show out at a pro day, and it's not many people that had great pro days that their draft stock shoots up from probably uh, mid second round to all the way into the first round and probably top ten first round. You mute there, B. You muted yourself. <laughs> but yeah, top five. Boy, I, I seen I, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> but he shot himself up, and that is absolutely amazing. That's what pro days are made for. That is what they're made for. Because that's a little extra look. And me as a coach, if I was at that pro day, I would come, and I know I needed a quarterback. I would come up with all sorts of rumors. I go over to junior. You don't want to draft this kid. You know. <laughs> He, he got problems off the field, man. He 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 does a lot of things. What does he do? I can't say. It's only just what I heard and just walk away. I would spread all kinds of rumors so he fell in my life. And I would trade up to get him at the number two or number three spot and be like, yep, come on. He, but you, nah, nah, I want you here because I'm going to pay you. We're going to win a championship together. And I've heard that even Philly's trying to trade up to get him, even though they have Jalen Hurts. I'm like, man. This dude's a, he, he's a talent, but now he'll join a mm, prestigious, I'll say, uh, fraternity of BYU quarterbacks: uh, Ty Detmer, Steve Young, Jim McMahon. Uh, that's pretty much all the big ones. <laughs> and out of all of those three, Steve Young's the the best out of. Uh, I think Steve Young's probably the best BYU quarterback um, in a long time. So. But we shall see. Um, but that's it for us. You can hear this podcast on Anchor, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can hear us. Uh, you can and also so watch look for us on TikTok. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to look for us on TikTok. And you can also watch the live version, what we just recorded here on YouTube. You can also watch it on Instagram TV, and it will be posted to Facebook. So check that out. Let me know if y'all can see it. Let us know as a group how you felt about it, what you think, and we'll get back to you. But until then, that's the man, Junie, the boss. BJ, I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. 